Hello friends, Shemaine Linney here, owner of Shemaine's Model Health and I hope you are enjoying the insane weather here today. We are on storm alert in Alberta um, with winds supposedly reaching 135 miles an hour. Like right now outside it's gross as hell. It's kind of raining slash snowing slash sleeting slash hailstones with maybe a cyclone thrown in there somewhere too so not the nicest outside but hey i'm still going to bring you the podcast so after last week's one diabetes part one where we spoke about what diabetes was and what the cause was and how insulin affects us i had said i would follow up with a diabetes part two you know even if you don't have diabetes it's very important that you listen true to this and you just get educated just in case it's always good to be educated and you might know someone that could benefit from what you know as well um, like all the podcasts, I would very, very, very much appreciate it if you would share the podcast with people that you feel would benefit from it. There's always someone out there. So today we're going to look at natural treatments for diabetes to help reverse or un undo the damages of diabetes. So we mentioned walking in part one and how it can help manage and regulate blood sugar levels and aid in digestion. So if you don't remember that, go back and listen to it. Um, while bearing in mind that exercise is medicine, okay, so exercise is medicine, let's take a look at strength training. So here's a favorite of mine and let's see some of the benefits that have been shown in diabetics who strength train. Um, these diabetics, there was a study done on diabetics who strength trained from four to six weeks at moderate intensity but with a high volume. They saw improved um, blood cholesterol, increased cardiovascular function, decreased in blood pressure, improved insulin sensitivity and blood sugar control, improved strength, power and endurance, increased bone density, which I love, especially as we age, um, and then of course um, there was body weight loss as well. Another study showed that um, 160 plus year olds um, that intense weight training three times a week had improved blood sugar and insulin response. Um, so they were lifting weights and you should lift weights that challenge you because muscle cells basically are very insulin sensitive. So muscle cells and insulin speak to each other very well. Um, that's where the insulin shuffles glucose into the muscle cells to provide energy. So you can lift more and gain strength. And the more muscle you have, the better you can manage your blood sugars. Okay, so next we look at water. Um, and it may seem quite simple, but Believe it or not, not as many people as we think are drinking enough water nowadays as I sip my English breakfast tea. So many studies show how important water is for people with diabetes. Um, and this makes common sense. One such study um, in diabetes care, this is the publication from the American Diabetes Association, tracked more than 3,000 men and women between the ages of 30 and 65 years old for nearly a decade, so it's quite a long study. 
um, with all of them starting off with normal blood sugar levels. But after nine years, about 800 of them developed type 2 diabetes. What the study showed was that those who consumed the most water had a lower risk of diabetes. Um, and it was lower by 30 to 50 percent, so it was quite substantial. Um, so what you can do is take your body weight and cut it in half, and that's the least amount of ounces of water you should be drinking a day. Um, this can be a big change for a lot of people, it really can. I still bump into people and I still have consultations with people that might only drink 500 mils a day. Like that's two cups and that would be all they're drinking every day. So there's still a lot of people that aren't consuming enough water. So this can be a big change for them, um, but it's definitely something that can help eliminate this condition or make it more manageable. It's a step in the right direction, so make sure you are consuming high grade water. I say this all the time to my clients. High grade water um, from a glass bottle, which is either spring or mineral. I do like San Pellegrino sparkling water um, and that again is out of a glass bottle. I don't buy it out of plastic because I would rather not drink plastic. Um, or you could get a filter um, through your whole house, so a whole house filter um, like reverse osmosis. Um, I generally say avoid Brita filters because Brita make Clorox and Clorox is a bleach so think about it and avoid. Um, of next is avoiding bad carbohydrates, specifically grains and I have spoke about this many times um, and whole grains. So I've mentioned how two slices of whole wheat bread is the equivalent to two tablespoons of sugar. Um, even though doctors still recommend five to seven servings of whole grains a day, we now know that uh, this is not good advice. This is definitely old conventional, conventional advice and we have seen many, many, many studies now proving that whole grains and whole wheat um, are not our friends. So um, you need to be aware of this, that when you are consuming foods that are being recommended by some of the doctors, not all of them, but just a few, um, that this actually is fueling the issue instead of helping to resolve it. These carbohydrates have a huge impact on your insulin response. And again, insulin is your fat storing hormone and plays a huge part in diabetes because insulin shuffles excess sugar into fat cells which causes obesity and then can lead to um, lower insulin resistance, not to mention the creation of VDLP, um, very dense lipoproteins which these then lead to heart disease. So there's a lot going on there with carbohydrates, which is why I try to get most of my clients to avoid them um, for most of the day and sometimes we'll add them in for one meal and I'm very specific on the carbohydrates I like to have them eat. Now that's not to say that you can't have your treats, of course you can have your treats. 
Um, there's going to be events where birthday cakes or cupcakes or pizza is called for and that is okay because life happens and as I was saying to my clients in the Heater Guide earlier is we do the best that we can under the circumstances. So you will have your treats and what you do is you enjoy them treats when you have them and you don't beat yourself up but every other day if you fancy something sweet or you want something that's on the treat end, you will just upgrade the ingredients where possible by using like a nut flour or um, a better source of milk or some real organic grass-fed butter. Just upgrade the ingredients where possible. And then the basis of your diet is of course real food that you can recognize like um, fruit and veg and nuts and seeds and um, real meats. So let's look at the next one and that's sleep. It has been shown that poor sleep quality and lack of sleep reduces insulin sensitivity. That's just sleep. So just one night of pure sleep can make you as insulin resistant as a type 2 diabetic. Yes, I said it and I have said it before in the sleep podcasts that one night, just one night of poor sleep can make you as insulin resistant as a type 2 diabetic. That means you're storing fat when you're in that state. Researchers said, we all know we need to get sleep, but that can sometimes be impossible with our work schedules and hectic lifestyles. Our studies have found that by extending our sleep, we can improve the use of insulin and therefore reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes. So by making sleep a priority, um, it is a priority. Your priority is sleep and that should be a priority. This is really, um, what I see and what I say to my clients is stop wasting time um, and do what needs to be done now so that you can maybe get to bed earlier. You know, it's no big thing if you don't know what happened in the most recent episode of The Walking Dead or you haven't watched the latest Dragon's Den. That's not a big deal. What's important is your health and you showing up the next day um, working from optimal levels because you have benefited from your good sleep the night before and your body is working optimally as well. Alright, so let's recap on some of these natural treatments. So we've got exercise. Um, exercise is medicine and we're going to do that either in the AM, so in the morning where you're more insulin sensitive or you're going to walk after meals. Again, listen to part one if you're not understanding what the walking aspect of it is. Uh, make sure if you're working out that you target those big muscle groups as well. Because those big muscle groups are going to use a lot more of that sugar and be a lot more insulin sensitive as well. Um, then we're going to avoid ugly foods. So U-G-L-I, it's an acronym. So the U stands for unnatural or unrecognizable foods. We're going to avoid them. The G is glycemic deranging foods. So these are high glycemic index foods um, or glycemic load foods. We're going to avoid them where possible. I give out a glycemic load PDF in the HEDA guide for my clients to follow. 
um, but you can find them online. You just type in Google and you'll find them online. Then the L stands for low micronutrients. So we're going to avoid foods that pretty much have no nutrition in them whatsoever. And then we're going to avoid the I, which is irritating foods. So irritating foods which are going to make us maybe break out in a rash, cause us brain fog, constipate us, give us diarrhea, cause irritable bowel syndrome, cause inflammation, all those sort of foods. So generally processed, prepackaged, sugar-laden junk foods. Um, make sure you're adding in an abundance of nutrient-dense foods and superfoods to give your body what it needs to be optimal again. And combining that with sleep. Practice good sleep hygiene. Make sure you are getting good quality sleep between 6 to 8 hours in a 24 cycle. So that's in a 24 cycle. So if you only get six and you're still feeling drained, then you can aim for an, a nap um, during the day. And there's no harm in that. The most optimal times for napping is either around 11 a.m. or 3 p.m. And you would want to aim for about a 25 minute nap before you get right into deep sleep. Um, then the last one, this is um, another that I hadn't mentioned previously. Um, get support, get support. That's why most of my clients are successful is because we offer amazing support. I'm very strict on who I work with. I'm very picky um, and I like to keep my clients or my girls as I call them really close so we have all got close relationships. So work with someone that can guide you in the right direction. Someone that understands about your condition and what are the best ways to eat and exercise and sleep and supplement and everything for them. Get yourself around people who empower you as well. So if you're changing your eating habits, surround yourself with people who are doing the same as well. And again, if you think you might be at risk of type 2 diabetes, make sure you're getting your doctor to run a hemoglobin A1C test. So it's an A1C test um, and that will give you some nice answers on whether or not you are at risk or you have diabetes and what direction you can go in from then. So uh, I wish you the best of luck out in that crazy weather if you're here in Airdrie with me. Um, otherwise, I hope you have a safe, healthy week and I will chat with you soon. And um, please, please, if you have any questions, leave them below and please share with anyone you think may benefit. Okay, chat soon guys. Bye.